I invented yeah. a straw, a type of straw the other day. Keep your straw thing to yourself. <clears throat> My family are functioning alcoholics almost across the board. See that chair? It used to be gun. So if it turned out koalas were good for erections, we'd be dragging them out of the trees. So much, so much frothing. So much frothing. <laughs> I didn't even get stomped in the dick. That's my junk. Yeah, put it away. What my crown? Might open this tin. It's not a tin. Fuck, I stink, eh? <laughs> you ass. Yeah, when you reached across the car yesterday, that was full on. Have you had a shower? You've surfed. Man stubbies. Yeah, I had to surf, but I haven't, um, it's this shirt, I reckon. I haven't, I didn't wash it. No. Nah. been around for, since last Sunday. Yeah, okay. It's up tight in the pits as well, so it's capturing all the juices. When was the last time you had a man stubby? I bought some the other day. I bought a, um, uh, some Cooper's long necks. Just, they cost more, I think, for, for volume, but you feel like a real man. Two and a half standards. It's a seven hundred and fifty. It's a, it's a commitment to a beer, isn't it? Because it's, like, you're gonna get through it quickly. You can't change your mind halfway through. Yeah, especially in Australian summer. It's like you're also committing to having warm beer for at least half of it. We're at Damo and I going up to the wheelers. We're like, we'll grab a tolly from Woolies and then get to the wheelers. It's about four hundred meters away, and you're trying to walk and drink two beers at the same time. It's like I can't get through this. We we'll have to. Why the fuck did we buy a giant beer? Um, we're going to start. You're going to start today's episode with a poem. Is that correct? That is correct. I'm, I'm pretty reading. excited. Um, this is called an ode to Surf Check Charlie. He might have to help me out with this. How do you want me to help? I don't actually know. Just moral support mostly. I'm here. I'm fully supportive of this poem. Because it's you know what it's like. It's doing art and you're presenting you're art to the people. Putting yourself out there. I, yeah. I wrote one of the lines, so I'm I'm in this. Like I'm I'm as in it as you are. So let's hear it. It's about right. Surf Check Charlie. An ode to Surf Check Charlie. Charlie departs the house, coffee in hand, a fickle wind and a swell from the south. An east coast blowing adds to the crew. Off to Margie's river mouth, forecasted for tubes. The uninformed are easily led. Easy fodder for the untrained head. The binoculars come out. Charlie sniffs the seed of doubt. I spy with my little eye, he's sure to fool that one dumb guy. Charlie whispered in our ears, main break looks a little weird, we reluctantly agree. Over the hill, the next wave beckons, points on the board, Charlie reckons. Still hours from the ultimate session. I run in at the beach with an old mate, the boys swing in to quickly caffeinate. Whitecaps show a change in the wind, we can't surf here, I've seen a dark fin. Back in the bus with a growing frustration. Charlie's got control of this situation. The kilometres begin to tick over. Back down the coast in the trusty Land Rover. I know a joint with a good sand bank. At this point, you could have slept in and had a Saturday wank. Back past main break to the beachy in question. Charlie froths at the terrible suggestion. Tents on the beach, the ultimate nightmare. A grom comp in progress. Not a wave to be shared. Rough. How's that coffee? Has it done a number on you? We got to stop by the nearest loo. Sun's high overhead. Not a wave has been shredded. A two-paper spliff is what's been suggested. Back to the house to sit on the porch. No wet hair, leg ropes or boards. 
Charlie wins this round with points on the board. Maybe the Savo out for the Largo. Maybe. 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 That's a little yarn about a game we play called Surf Check Charlie. It's particularly good around Margie's River because Surf Check Charlie's the anti-surf. He's the guy who doesn't want you to surf or he's, he's in everyone. He's the annoying guy in the crew, but then he swaps over who wants to surf somewhere else, not where you do. I can't stop talking. talking in rhymes. Because <laughs> yeah, Surf Check, like I can be Surf Check Charlie this morning. We did not We did a good job this morning, but it might be a bit too big and I'm thinking oh, I wouldn't mind going somewhere where it's a bit smaller and someone else's. So you raise a doubt, oh, maybe it'd be good down here. And then you make your way down there and the wind's on it. So someone makes another suggestion. Yeah. Charlie, and so maybe we head up there. And then you spend all day driving around and yeah. then you don't. No, there's not a wave to be found. <laughs> <laughs> it's just that I remember doing it even as a kid, like five people in a car is too many. Too many. Someone's got ideas, there's different abilities. Someone wants to surf here. Yeah. Someone doesn't. But the the points you rack up are like for you check a surf break, you get Charlie gets one point if you don't surf there. And then if you stop by and have coffees, that's another point. If you go back to the check the same surf break, you get two points for that second check. Yep. Backtrack, drive the same road twice. There's another point in the bags, a toilet. How do you win? Like if you don't surf at all, just end up back at home. That's well, it's just a. I don't know if Charlie ever wins. I was Charlie once when I had did my shoulder, and I was just in the car, just that voice in people's heads, like, "No, nah, I reckon, I reckon Redgate's on. We should definitely check Redgate." And Dobbins like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're not surfing anyway. It's good. We, d- we did it right this morning. Checked main break. It was big and a bit, bit, looked like it was hard to catch waves, a bit scary. But we went to the next spot and we surfed. We actually point. predicted that the night before. So that's one point. So that's actually pretty good. But I, we had a day in Tasmania back in the day where we left from Hobart at like six in the morning. Six in the morning. Six in the morning. We drove to... I think we drove up the east coast and the first place you can check is somewhere around like Tribuna, which is like an hour out of Hobart. Anyway, we checked every spot on the east coast up to St. Helens, which is about three hours up the coast. Then we drove back down the coast, checking every spot again, hadn't surfed. Drove to Eaglehawk Neck, which if you look at a map of Tassie, and I know you like them. That's a long way. And then we ended up driving even further south than that before we surfed. So we drove from Hobart to St. Helens and then back down to south of Hobart south to surf. Where'd you surf? Oh, I, couldn't, I can't tell you. Oh. <laughs> but not South Arm. <laughs> it's a secret spot. Fuck. A fickle beast. Carlton Beach. <laughs> no. No, on the Tasman Peninsula we surfed. Yeah. Yep. South of Eagle Hawk Neck. Somewhere. Speak no more. I don't yeah. want to say it because I have to beep it out and okay. I don't want to do any post-production. <laughs> Fair enough. The last time trip I did down here with Slats, we checked. We got up real early on the Saturday morning, drove down and then sort of drove in. I don't know if we went to Bears. We went to Yelling Up. And then we checked at Smith's. And then we sat at Inji for a bit and then we went back to another coffee. Then we had a look. Then we went to Gracetown, sat at North Point, looked at South Point, had another coffee and a sausage roll. And then came just fucking driving around and like there was no inspiration to get in the water. I don't even know what was wrong with the surf. We definitely could have surfed. And then ended up at main break in the afternoon and the sun was just coming into the front of the car. That's 
that's uh, it, it gone past overhead. So I was all warming up the car and we both just fell asleep, had a nap in the car and then woke up and surfed main break. So it was a full from 5am in the morning, 2.30 in the afternoon we surfed. Yep. It was fucked. When you got a question whether like, is surfing important to a surf trip? Like I, I think it used to be, but for me, I think it's one of the least important aspects of a surf trip <laughs> these days. It's just getting like, away from those nearest and dearest to you. <laughs> getting away, yeah, getting a bit of scenery, activities, porch hang, yeah. all that stuff. And the surfing is like a bonus. So this morning we surfed and it was a bonus for me. It's like, we didn't fuck about, we didn't play surf check, Charlie, we surfed. And now everything from here is more what I'm about. Beer, <laughs> mid-morning beers <laughs> yeah. out the front of the porch, you know. That's what a surf trip's about these days. Do you reckon that, and does the surfing justify it? Like if there was, you like you can't say, yep. oh, what are you doing? I'm just going down south to, to have a 10.30 a.m. beer. No, the surfing 100% justifies it. So as long as you ticked it, you're like, yeah, okay, done. Because that's why like, it justifies camping as well. Because I froth camping, but it's weird to like go camping for no reason. Like sometimes. I know, camping for no reason. It's it's next to treason. Um, no, I agree. I agree. Cause otherwise, you're just an alcoholic that's going places to be an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. It's weird drinking at home, watching surf movies by yourself at 10 in the morning. Well, yeah. It's not that weird, but... It, yeah. so people do it, but... Um, I find that weird, like, friends of ours come down to Marg's somewhere and it's like, we're going down for the weekend and, like, their idea of doing something is going to a winery or booking in lunch somewhere. And to me, I'm like, well, you could have had lunch in the Swan Valley or in Leaderville. Like, you don't didn't have to travel for this. But like, what does the travel add for you guys? It just adds at cost because they all buy, get accommodation and don't. Yeah, it's. I find it real strange, sort of. Yeah, but don't, isn't that just an intrinsic value to being down here in this region? It's got a good vibe about it. It's worth the drive, even if even if you are just sitting at a winery, you're still breathing the air and yeah. experiencing the the vibe, Marbo Constitution, all that. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it does. I mean, who are we to sit here and judge these? Oh, not judging. I'm just saying, traveling fucking alcoholics. Whole, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I think, and I think, a one hour of surfing can justify a day of doing nothing. But <clears throat> anything less than that, it starts to get a bit, a bit iffy. And even just exercise, like at home, go for a run on tour. Yeah, if I go for a run or something, I've, I've justified my day. It's like that getting winning the morning, getting it done. You're so much better having done your thing then gone straight to work yes yeah when I, I spoke to you the other morning I think I woke up at 5.30 yeah I woke up at 5.30 and I was texting you and I was in Sydney and I you were awake because I think you <laughs> yeah. were crook I'd like, been in bed for 36 yeah, well, hours or something so I, that was the end of it I was coming out the other end I was healthy yeah I think but I went and, and surfed before work and then yeah you come back and work's easier your day's already, you've already actually completed a task which is useful because work's not that useful. So it, it kind of works for most aspects of life. Just achieve something useful. But for, is it, so what you're saying is these people that would come down to Margaret River with the idea of eating food, drinking wine, which is what the area is about, what activity could they do to justify this? Go for a bushwalk, go, go to the beach. Yep. Pubs exist everywhere. Wine exists everywhere. 
Yeah, a bushwalk. Get amongst. And half the time that. the excuses are oh, it's a bit rainy or something. It's like, well, fuck. What's the point? Anyway, I don't no, shit on, you shit on people. You're not I'm fucking angry, aren't I? Like I'm the I angry old man. Angry. I think you're actually onto something here. But I agree. I think a hike, a hike will justify. You're telling me though, I need might need to have some, like you know, intervention or yeah. You're definitely like can- counselling. because oh, I feel like I'm only a few years older than you. We're pretty close in age, but I feel like I've mellowed out a lot. Mm. Maybe it's, I don't know why it is, but I definitely have. So then when you're on a rant, it kind of makes me laugh because I think like, I don't really think like that as much. Occasionally I do get on a rant and get grumpy. Things, but I think I'm more zen these days. I want some of that. Yeah. <laughs> Things get up my nose these days. And really, really well, that's the problem. Too much stuff up the nose, you get grumpy. Bug me. <laughs> The amphetamines heightens the response to everything. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I can't really give you any tips. Like, people give you the shits, right? In the water, surfing, on the road, driving. Yep. Just in general. On the road's all right, because you can yell at them. I would never yell at someone to their face, but from the safety of your car, you can can call them all sorts of stuff, and it feels good. So, what's a way... So, give us an example of something that pisses you off. And let's let's think if we can work through it and find a, a new approach. Let's 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 think in the surf because that's where you seem to people give you the shits the most. It it's even just in the supermarket, you know, like the slow walking people thing. It's like people doing dumb stuff, like well, not on. being able to park their car, and then like. Well, let's re let's rewind. Let's talk about the slow walker in the supermarket. Okay. Yep. So you're trying to get you know what you want. You got to get down the aisle. You know where you're going. Lady in front of you. She got a trolley and a kid. She's taking up the whole aisle and she's walking slowly. Trolley kid, a different genre. Uh, kids, I'll excuse it. I'm talking about the lady who, you know, is standing to get him getting the mushrooms, but she's standing in front of the bags, right with her knees pretty much in the the bit where you get the mushrooms from. And there's other people wanting mushrooms, and she's standing there thinking about mushrooms, mm-hmm. and then she puts them in her bag, and then she's checking her list. She hasn't moved. Yep. Like completely unaware. Of, and she's blissfully, blissfully, blissfully ignorant. unaware. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, excuse me, lady, you need to fucking move so I can get my mushrooms. So, so she, that's the person who's actually just unaware that they're even pissing anyone off. Like, what a lovely place to be. Because, like, you, you would be the opposite. You would feel a tinge of anxiety when mm-hmm. you're getting those mushrooms, knowing that there's someone behind you that also wants to get to those mushrooms. Because oh, I would know that there is someone there. Yep. I would have the wherewithal the awareness yes that someone's there or i'd step to the side like oh sorry i'll grab my bag while i'm opening it up yep you can dive in and get your shrooms we'll I, share yeah. this rooming and experience. I, I'm, a, I'm the same i i do feel that tinge of anxiety that i need to get these mushrooms quickly whereas isn't it a better way to be to not give a fuck about the person behind you in line well, this is the thing right it's the the i can't change the other people those things the other people's behavior you could but slap her in the back of the head. It's just one person. I'd have to okay. slap someone every time I went to Willis. Yeah. So I'm not going to do that. But you, how do you... I need to deal with it better. Well, I think the first thing you do it's is... Because I, I hate lines of any sort. And most of the people... Really? Are, any sort of line. Any sort I, of line. I have it on good authority. There's a Easy. few lines you don't mind. No, not true. Not true. So any line... Like, uh, I, I generally feel that everybody in front of me in the line is slightly retarded and slow. doesn't matter what the line is. So what I do 
is I breathe slowly through the nose and try to notice things in the room, like a pattern on the roof, a thing on the wall, something over here. And it, you actually do. I this. fucking do this. <laughs> okay, I actually right. do this. Okay, good. And then slowly but surely, the line moves. You're not staring bullets through the back of someone's head. Who doesn't give no, a fuck about yeah. you? Mm. And it's not their fault that they're useless at life. Like it's good. And then the other thing is to think how much faster am I at things than these people? So I've got a lot more going for me. But I think that it's a it's a mindfulness trick as you notice something. Like even right now, you're like. And just look at the top of that tree and the way it's moving very ever so slightly and just appreciate it and just stop thinking about a fucking mushroom lady in front of you who's like looking at every single fucking mushroom before she picks one. Oh no, not that one. I'm going to put... Oh no, no. <sighs> breathing, breathing. Think of the trees, not the mushroom lady. And then before you know it, she's gone. Yeah. I, I don't know if that... It might help. It It helps. Drinking water helps too. <laughs> yeah, exercise. Not being not being uh, dehydrated. I think acknowledging it too. This I was a, a kind of a bloke at work on Monday because I was on the cusp of being crook, and I knew something wasn't right. And everything I had zero patience, and it yep. was obvious to everyone around me who <laughs> you're in a cunt of a mood. I was in a cunt of a mood, and it wasn't their fault, but they wore a bit of it. And then the next day, sure enough, I was crook as fuck and couldn't. Yep. But did you catch yourself? Did you catch that feeling, or did you just? No, I knew it. it. I knew it, and I was like, "All right, I need to drink water, not have another coffee, not speak to anyone." (laughs) And I'm good, and I was breathing. But then it just—it was very strong, lack of sleep. It was uh, came over me. But that, uh, and like I think the one is to acknowledge it, right? It's like, all right, I'm really thirsty, and I need to drink some water, and that will help. Go and do that. That's why you're angry. Yep. Yep. It's no. a counselling session. It's good. Can you counsel me? Because I've got a problem. Okay. Of course. So we did talk about this briefly this morning, but in um, I have too much head noise when I'm surfing. So if I was saying to you earlier, if I skiing, I've got no head noise. I just it's all about doing it, the act. If if it's something difficult. Once I'm in there, I've got no head noise. It's just flow state stuff. And I feel really good doing it. And like this morning surf, I didn't think about it. I didn't want to think about it because I thought, ah, it's probably a bit big for me, a bit scary. I get head noise. So I just didn't have that head noise. Just paddled out with you. We paddled straight out and I paddled straight into one and pulled into a barrel. And then slowly but surely, my head fills up with noise about, oh, I'm going to get caught inside. Oh, that guy's there. Oh, am I going to make that drop? That looks a bit steep. And it just builds up more and more to the point where I'm like, fuck this. I've just got to catch one more and go in. How do I quiet that head noise in the surf? What? Okay, let's go back to the skiing. Why don't you have head noise at skiing? Because I think I'm the opposite. With skiing a steep line, I'm on a snowboard, I'm like, okay, must slow down, must slow down. Got to go just a bit too fast, bit too fast. Like looking at the line, trying to stay a bit in control, but always like trying to rein it in a little bit. And I find it weird because you stand on top of a line and you have to press go. You're yeah. like, okay, now. And then you put yourself directly in that situation. It's a real clear choice. But why don't you have that with skiing? What? I feel like I almost have full control over the situation. Yeah. Like I've, I'm a better skier than I am a surfer. And once I'm in the act of skiing, I feel like I can't really put a foot wrong. And occasionally you do. But it's just, it's a, 
really confident, like full confidence. Like I think like when we were at Jackson Hole, I didn't really want to ski Corbett's and I was like, oh, I don't know. As soon as I got to the top of it, I was like, yeah, I'll ski this. Got in and had full confidence. Yeah. And I don't know. I think it's, I think it's because my, I think I'm better at it. But surfing, I don't have many confidence in my ability. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, I, I kind of know that I can surf and I can take those drops. Yeah. And you did first wave. First and, wave. And the, so you, you get in your own head that it's not happened. Did you cop any on the head out there? Do you get caught inside? I got caught inside by one, but I kind of, I did one of those duck dives where you lose the board halfway oh, through. Yeah. And, <laughs> but I, I came through the other side and I didn't get held down. Even that barrel I pulled into, I popped straight back up. Like, what have you put yourself in that situation where you go out and it is big and scary and you get flogged and you realize that you just hold your breath and chill out and everything's fine? I know all this. That's the problem. I know all this and I try to pep talk myself beforehand, but it just it fucking spills up on me and gets to me. I need to fuck it off. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that because I know you had that you thing don't have with it. big waves, but like for me, my experience of surfing is like, okay, don't think about it. And this is with a lot of things. Don't think about it. Put yourself in the situation. Just get to the bit where you're in it. And then I deal with things well when I'm there. It's that, it's that anxiety of like, oh, I don't want to do that. I don't want to paddle. It's like, all right, I'm going to run a marathon. Enter, start, gun goes off. Okay, now we're in the marathon. I'll deal with it then. Like it's that sort of, I'll deal with it when I'm in it. So surfing yeah. for me is that, okay, this is big. All right, wax board, put wetsuit on, warm the arms up. Here we go. We're paddling out already before you know it. And then when it comes to the surfing, the thing that is so different from skiing is okay, I want this wave and then it's go mode and from then it's just like, I'm not going to half-ass paddle into this. Go, 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 go. And it's like bang, 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 bang. Like everything's on and there's no thinking about happens it. Happens real quick. It just yeah. happens and you're like, I don't know, you're kind of like, I'm almost growling at myself like, like chop in and it's not about yep. that and it's about the, the, the joy and almost the success that is going to come if I put in yep. and not about the what could happen. Yeah. Yeah, so it's almost the same advice from the supermarket. It's just clearing the head, not thinking about it. But wanting it. Yeah. Like I well, want it. it. In a, I do get in those modes in the surf sometimes where I just like, I want the biggest one. Yeah. But it's normally when it's just a little bit smaller than what it was today. When I like wait, oh, like, all right, I'm going to wait for the biggest one. I'm feeling it. And then paddle like hard. And yeah. But the big ones... <laughs> That's the exciting bit. Oh, this one's yeah. my big one. So what, <laughs> that wide set that came through just when I was trying to get in and I yeah. was sitting real wide. <laughs> I was like, oh, this one's definitely me. No one saw it coming in the pack and broke super wide and I just got pitched out the lip. Didn't even get to feet. <laughs> and much. like if you get, like if we can hold our breath for a long time, it kind of freaks me out eating shit with, when you don't get a breath in. Yeah. And then you're down and you're trying to figure out which way is up. and But you, you end up just like following your leg rope or whatever and it usually works out. You what about do. short surfs? Like Taj Burrow surfs for half an hour at a time. He's yeah. like Italo Ferreira probably surf for a day at a time. Jack Robinson surfs for like 12 hours allegedly and doesn't piss in his wetsuit. That's some serious yeah. freaky behavior. But just the short surfs, just in and out, boom. Well, I feel like I'm cheating. Like even today, it's probably surfed more than an hour. But when I came in, then the biggest set of the day caught everyone. I was like, oh, I wasn't there to catch that on the head because I came in. So I was like, maybe I should have stayed a little bit longer and caught that wave on the head. 
maybe that'd have been better. For I don't think really he had the answers. I'm not. No. The, I think it's just clearing the head somehow. It does confuse. Me. I always paddle out, and I always get my best wave first when I'm not thinking. Do you remember the best example of this in Melbourne with him together? It was big winter storm coming, and for, it was like well forecast from Monday, going to absolutely dump snow and like pumps well you know bells sort of 10 10 foot plus well at bells and all week you and i are like oh we're doing something it's like i'm going to the snow it's like i'm going surfing it's gonna be huge i <laughs> yeah. was like no nah, no nah, come surfing nah go to the snow like we'd been doing ski trips and surf trips together for a long time and this week we we're just so like divided the, the day of the year for both yeah and big it, powder day big swell day yeah but yeah. i was just thinking like it's going to be fucking 10 foot windy bells versus Need eat powder at Hotham, and it was ten foot windy hours, yeah. <laughs> and, and we ended up just splitting it. it got, I remember like being angry because I was like, well, "Fuck this! I've got to go by myself. Like, I want to share this. <laughs> Happiness is only real when shared." The fucking guy on Into the Wild taught me that, and I was like, "Fine." Well, he only said that after he ate the poison. Yeah, like up until then, he was just having fucking hell time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once you start dying, you need someone around to have it laugh with. But up until then, you can surf 10-foot bells by yourself and have a good time. We did. And we went down, slept in the car, scored a few waves, and yeah, it got a I think fucking I, me massive and Dave went in. to Hotham and... Yeah, and, we reconvened and, Sunday and hiked, night. Hiked these backcountry lines. He did um, the tow rope off Dago Bowl, pretty sure. Oh, yeah. We got some really cool photos. Yeah. Worth it. Worth it for the photo. We had a uh, we had a little share session Sunday night, like sheepishly, like yeah, I had a sick time. Yeah, I had a sick time too. All right. (laughs) No, it's all right. But you start to like less, less and less let people tell you what to do. You know what you like. Like I think I say you especially, but that's probably a great example of me as well. It's like nah, I'm not doing what you want me to do. Because it seems like a shit idea to me. We both said that, so <laughs> to the, the point where we went opposite directions. But at the same time, I'm very open to doing new things. To be like, I wonder what that's like. Mm. Like putting a finger up your ass while you're I'm masturbating. fucking ex- thinking exactly that. As <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great example. Yeah. <laughs> Just to know what it's like. Oh, I'm not into that. But that's uh, something different. So sweet. Yeah. So Turf Check Charlie, the poem, you actually missed one of the lines. How did I miss a line? I was reading you missed from a one sheet. At the start, it says, an East Coast blow in adds to the crew. Off to. Uh, no. no. I think I nailed it. Yeah, maybe you did. Maybe you did. But it's good, and I think we should maybe. We need to document the, the rules of Charlie. We should be writing more poems for the for the podcast. I don't think there's enough poetry in the world these days. It's easy once you get going and it's fun. Well, because there's no rules, right? Unless you're actually doing one of those poems that has rules. I started trying to rhyme words at the start. And then you told me you don't need to. No, you, so Eminem once told me that you don't need to find words that rhyme, you just need to make the words rhyme. So the one line that I added was, Charlie whispered in our ears, main break looks a little weird, we reluctantly agreed. <laughs> so ears, weird and agreed do not rhyme. No. But, but Eminem says we can rhyme them. So good, and rhyme on. If Slim Shady says we can rhyme them, then who are we to argue? No, I agree. Know what I'm saying? 
I agree, but definitely more poems. I'm going to try and write some stuff. I might send that into the Swellians. Well, I think the Swellians, oh. which is a surf podcast, um, when they do their live shows, they ask people to stand up and tell poetry, and then they get a golden cone, cone piece for their for their effort. Do they give out a golden cone piece? Yeah. They actually got them? Yeah, a little... I signed up to do, to go to their show in Perth, but they never came. cancelled. But they'll come eventually. Um, so... <laughs> Speaking of poetry, Minnie the Sloth, who we had on for our 2021 predictions, he's actually a um, award-winning poet. He's won slam poetry competitions in the UK, and we didn't get him to tell to poetry. slam any poetry. What slam poetry? I think a po- I think I like. I don't know. Yeah. But I think it's when you you get it together in a room and you tell poems to each other in like some sort of rock and roll poetry thing. Just getting a call from James. One sec, Jimmy. Aussie, how are you? Yeah, good man. What's um, yeah, what's going on? Um, yeah, we did. We surfed uh, Grunters. It was pr- it was it was good. Like the wind wasn't quite on it. It was pretty good. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it looked like was the wind a bit hard up the face. Nah, nah. Is um, it was I don't know. It was fine. It came up a little bit strong, but no, I was pumped couple of ways it, mate i tell you the the guys are towing at um gas bay bommy and uh at the bommy it's pretty on yeah, okay. how come you didn't get in the water i did i did get in the water oh where'd you surf i actually went to budge you went to budge i had a look through yeah. the binoculars it was um yeah. looked pretty straight yeah yeah it was it's very hard to tell from the knockies what it's truly doing even if you're a wizard but, um, yeah, there, it was a lot of straight ones. I don't know, it was a couple that were always worth the walk, but it wasn't, it wasn't by any stretch of imagination good. I actually snapped my board too, which was a bit of a bummer. Oh, the budge uh, board. Yeah, second board I've ever snapped down. Anyway, never mind. Now, is that, is that where you got stuck with all the kelp? Yeah, yep. What happened then? I was trying to tell Andy because there's a bunch of kelp in the bay. What happened? I vaguely remember you telling me you got stuck in kelp. Uh, I literally like was surfing and travel was travelling in a barrel and then the, the barrel just clamped down on this section of kelp. Um, like this big kind of, yeah, just like, it was like concrete, like probably eight foot deep of this thick kelp and um, my board got buried and I was getting, you know how there's so much push in the, on the beach there, I was getting pushed towards the beach. I couldn't get down to my leash because I had all this kelp around me and like the pressure of the water pushing me away from the leash. And I just had to like try and relax and wait for the pressure to subside and I finally, it wasn't even big, it was fucking like three foot. And um, if it was today, I would have died for sure. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just could eventually I got to my leash, took my leash off. And then I had to wait around for like three or four minutes for my board to surface. Like, it was just buried, like, in that much. It was like proper concrete. Like, it was wild. Hey. Fuck, that's, that yeah, is every, hectic. Every time I surfed it since then, where it's been concrete like that, I just don't want to leach. Right. Or just don't surf it. Or just don't surf it, yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, I'm actually quite aware of it now. Like, whenever I'm in, like, proper kelp, I'm like, oh, how thick is it? Can I stand up? Like, yeah. Anyway, this is what. Pretty shit way to go. Like, <laughs> oh, I surfed ways like, a bit bigger than that, and I died in a three foot kelpie closer. 
<laughs> Didn't even make the pit. Yeah, fucking yeah. Everyone around you would be like, fuck, really? You got to ask for shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Oh, Dad, did you get a couple? Yeah, got a couple. Um, got the froth on, so all good. Maybe thinking about an Arvo session. You should have gone out low ramps. I just had like, I saw, saw it with a major sand. It's beautiful, eh? You should have brought your big boards. Yeah, didn't bring the big board. Just been a bit crook and not, no energy, so couldn't. Uh, I just got this chopper. One sec. Sorry, mate, the chopper was there. What'd you say? You still got Man, it was like that. Yeah, I just hit the, touched the void this week. Had 36 hours in bed. Was no good. And so I was like, I won't bring the big board because Andy's not going to come and surf it anyway. So just sort of, yeah, just good to give it a miss. Plus, I got this hand operation in two weeks. So after that. Yeah, Andy's, Andy's here. Just to sit New South, not Vic, because we've because we've had a month no local cases. Then WA say right, you're you're good to go. But yeah, which is sweet. Easy, easy. All right, we'll try and get wet somewhere. Even even sewers or something could be fun, maybe. Yeah, for sure. What's main break look like? Um, can't quite see from here. It, it was just, it was a real weird this morning on the low tide. Like, there was no right on it at all. It was just a, like, breaking right through and then the left was okay. too much period. Ah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Not, right it did, gets really straight when it's west with lots of period. Yeah, it wasn't like breaking up at surface point. So, not, yeah. not really a goer. But all the usual Elfie and those guys are all out there. Loving it. Um, yeah, definitely. We're, that's what we're here for. And um, okay. yeah, hopefully come get out to the froth farm, see what's changed since I've been down. Be good. <laughs> yeah, do it. Uh, I don't know what's changed. I guess we got the rental. That's probably the biggest thing. Yeah, I want to see my kitchen in situ. Yeah, yup. Is she there? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Alright, mate. Alright, we'll just let us know when you want to pop out. We kind of going to be fencing most of the afternoon because we got Jet coming out, so we've got to try and get shit safe before he gets here. So. Yeah, Roger. Alright. Typical, typical fashion, like doing everything. Uh, last minute. Last minute, yeah. yeah. Alright, anyway, all right, let's talk to you soon. Righto, hurroo. Right. Jet's a horse, in case you're um, wanting to know. Jet's a horse? Yeah. <laughs> it needs a fence around him. It That's, can't be um, trusted horses. That was a good... I don't know if you need um, to get old mate to sign a release there because I don't think he knew he was dialed into a podcast. But that that's a great chat about getting caught in kelp because I have been surfing over kelp a bit in Sydney lately and it does my head in. It's like, you, I think you could probably get stuck under this and drown. And I know you and I surfed up, um, was it Durian Bay or something like that? Do you remember? We were coming back down from... Um, from Wedge, we pulled in oh, and surfed uh, yeah, a tiny yeah. little shore break. More river, yeah, yeah, into stupid, not in, even a wave. Yeah, yeah, it was fun though. <laughs> it was fun. Ass. It was like a two-foot wedge thing, but getting hectically tangled in that. And then yeah, since doing it in um, Sydney recently, like I've just stopped surfing it because like I'm 100% sure you could accidentally drown getting caught in this shit. And then yeah. to hear um, old mate say that he nearly did fuck that shit stay yeah. away from it it's pretty funny and I like how he's like oh, I've surfed waves a fair bit bigger than that this is <laughs> this guy's surfed Jaws has one of the craziest waves you ever see at ship sterns where he like 
ollies off the lip. Normally the guys kind of like, you know, absorb it or like ollie beforehand so you don't go. He hits the, the step, ollies to the flats, just makes it and then just big barrel throws over his head. It's fucked up. It's crazy. So he surfed like, he surfs the right a fair bit as well. But Yeah, we need to um, try and get him on try the podcast out, out there, I reckon. With, his, with his consent. Yeah. But He's funny. He's like, I've got nothing to say. No one wants to hear from me. And then he's got opinions. It's brilliant. Opinions and but just like surf, gnarly surf stories. Surf That's what I here. Spent yeah. a bit of time in Tassie and everywhere. So yeah, hopefully get Jimmy on. Just one of those interesting characters who doesn't want to be known or seen. Hence he well, perfect podcast kelp. to come on if you don't want to be known or seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just send it to him once it's done. Uh, fuck. Well. Surf check, Charlie. Is that is that all we need? I reckon it's been a surf heavy episode, yeah. but we're in the zone. Yeah, it's I good to see you, man. I should say that. You. Like yeah. it's it's good to be doing potties in the person. We haven't seen each other eighteen months or more. October twenty. No, no, it's <clears throat> less than eighteen months. It was uh, New Year's twenty nineteen oh, to twenty twenty. We're in Victoria. Breast milk squirting episode yeah, across the table. That's right. We did a podcast together, and we had Adam Ballard. Um, yeah, from quality mind he's been doing some some stuff lately but that was a long time ago we've yeah, done that was january 2020 20 something episodes since then yeah or more and well now that we're face to face for the next few days we might bank a few episodes like this and just release them over the next couple of months fuck yeah just for the people just short episodes i'm sick of these hour 45 ones. Oh yeah i'm not yeah. sick of them i love it <laughs> yeah, we'll get some long ones in too i'm sure <laughs> the longer the better all right well let's um wrap this up then i've got a little bit more of my stubby it's just you know appropriately getting warm towards the bottom half but Fuck yeah emu good. export long neck um, that's what we got off the wood what about a tune like i feel like surf check charlie would have a tune for us but oh. what would he play i was hoping you'd play some live tunes because this we haven't really milked your musical talent as much as we should have well, what do you want me to play uh, a tune for Charlie. You could freestyle something. I can... I don't know if it's going to work. I don't see why it wouldn't. This is a bit awkward. I don't know if this is going to work. I think, um, let's do it for the next one once I figure out. I might need to plug straight into the Zoom, you know? Yeah. All right, we'll so, do that. So pick a song. What's the one like surf track that you like to listen to? Oh, when you're going down the coast. Fucking go in my boat's leaving today. Gonna beautiful, beautiful head girls. down to the wharf. Gonna what's the next? Dun, 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 dun. Cash money ain't no, no use for you. Yeah, that one. That one. Beautiful girls, is it? Yeah. What's the song called? Don't know, but that one. That beautiful song. girls. Here yeah. it is. All right, mate. Well, it's fucking good. Well, let's do more of these. Who 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 wrote? Take 
take another road Gonna find myself some soul Gonna do my best in every way To pay attention as I go Cash money Ain't got no use for you Unless you can buy me true love Man, it's funny How many times they prove That the only true fortune you can save Is the truth Still in their graves Erasing All our liberties Gonna take this axe Apply it Chopping justice At its knees The fundamental laws Of suffering And of its cause Man they lay in Being human Everybody has their flaws What if we could overcome Insecurity for love Fear for empathy, education In place of push and shove Cash money Ain't got no use for you Unless you can buy me true love Man, it's funny How many times they prove That the only true fortune you can save Is the truth 